0: hello hello hey everyone hey everyone welcome to after hours on the dl with david and lillian this is our fourth episode and mm-hmm. what are the topics today lillian
1: so uh we're gonna talk about some drugs alcohol uh how it kind of ties in with depression as well and mental health great so... right <laughs>
0: All right, so um, first topic. I guess we'll just go straight to it. Uh, I guess we want to talk about how drugs, alcohol, and depression may tie together. You know, when you hear about people doing drugs or drinking alcohol, people might think that you know it's just a recreational thing, and all you're doing is just having a good time, right? You're going out with your buddies or your girlfriend's having a drink is having a good time. But what a lot of people don't know or seem to actually take a deeper look at is how it actually plays a role in depression. And a lot of times you don't actually hear about it because those that are depressed and doing drugs and alcohol, they don't really speak up about it.
1: That's true. Do you think that drugs and alcohol impact a person's like social skills or do you think it's it's just like an outlet with no impact
0: i would say a lot of times people resort to drugs and alcohol as an outlet to interact with people as like a social fun kind of thing um when i look at it i mean even for myself when I go drink, and I am I typically can talk to people, it's not hard for me, but of course, when I do drink, it does make things easier. And I'm sure a lot of people feel the same, you know, they can definitely say that once you get to a certain point through drinking, it lowers your inhibition. So anything you say and do, you just don't care anymore. It's almost like your ego is broken down, and you can be yourself more freely, without judgment. hmm But I think to a certain extent, when you abuse drugs and alcohol, you're crippling yourself. And by the time you know it, it's way too late. And I know a lot of people do do this. I'll I'll be honest. um, I have had a past of being an alcoholic and getting to the point where I didn't even know who I was anymore. Hung Hungover. And you just ask yourself, like, what have I become? Why don't I find joy anymore in the simple things? Why must I resort to the things that I resort to? The substances, you know, that you take or you drink or whatever it may be. You just look back and you have to depend on those things, right? It's like an addiction. And I think that's the scary thing because it's always people that are addicted and they're depressed. It's always like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. This is the last time. Right. But the thing is, it's never the last time. It's really hard to take a step back, reflect, and look at where your life is. Because sometimes when you even do that and you ask yourself, who am I? What have I become? You want to go back to what made you you, right? The Mm -hmm. drinking, the drugs, or whatever it may be. Because at that point in time, you had the most control, and that's what you understood.
1: Drugs and alcohol can be, like, perfect to fill those roles, but it's it's not always the answer.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you in that sense. Um, what do you think about people that, you know, um, aside from individuals that, do this just for fun you know whether it be drinking or doing drugs recreationally what about those that are actually depressed how can they overcome this you know it's almost like this addiction right it's like they keep coming back to these substances because that's the only thing they feel like they can depend on to give them joy what other outlets can they seek or what can they do to feel like this isn't the only thing that they can depend on
1: Drugs and alcohol is it's not the only direction or path that you can go to for if when you're feeling depressed or sad. I'm sure everyone hears this a lot. You know people tell you to go exercise or go try to find something to do that you enjoy or find new hobbies or just spend more time with friends and family and do things that doesn't involve drugs and alcohol because you like, you can also have fun being sober and doing other things besides getting, like, fucked up and feeling like shit the next day. And then, I mean, all that is temporary, but I also feel that it it doesn't make you feel better in the end because um, I wanted to bring up something that, I guess we can call it snow, right, David? Right. right. Okay. So,
0: those of you don't know what don't know what snow is is basically cocaine. <laughs> that's the street term for cocaine. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I know that's like a real party drug, and that goes hand in hand with alcohol a lot of the time. Um, I know people. Well, some people may say that. It has helped them to drink more, engage more in, like, spontaneous behavior um, and socialize or um, also, like, helps you become more sober while you're drinking at the same time. How do you feel about that is my question.
0: I honestly, okay, I'm glad you asked this question because I honestly think it's not the smartest thing to do. So, first off, you are getting something that's a depressant and then you're getting something that's a stimulant right they don't work together so first off alcohol you're drinking it to get a buzz to feel you know intoxicated so you can talk to people freely and then you do cocaine cocaine sobers you up and then that defeats the purpose of being drunk so it doesn't make sense to me why people do it um you know whatever they may say you know they might say oh yeah you know it's an amazing feeling it makes you feel great right you can drink more but for me I'm like you know you are actually messing up your liver like extremely bad right Mm -hmm. if you can't even drink that much why do this like I know it's like oh well you know I can drink more but what does that even do you're actually harming yourself more and then you're not actually really having fun I guess I guess for me, I love, like, when I was drinking, I love to get drunk. I love that feeling. But if you were to do cocaine, that defeats the purpose of you being drunk, right? So I don't know why people would do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have done research on it before. And on one of my classes, actually, it's funny. Uh, I took this class, and it's a pharmacology class, and it did actually talk about the mixture of the two uh, when you drink. And you do cocaine, you get this mixture called cocathylene, which is a very, very intoxicating substance and is very bad for your body. But that's what people get the high through. Apparently, maybe that's what they're seeking. But like I said before, it's like why take something that counteracts that thing?
1: Right. It doesn't it's make sense. It's almost
0: like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's just like, you know, I don't know, it's like No offense to people that are going through this, but it's almost like, let's just say you eat, and then you throw up, and then you eat again. Of course, the end result is to get skinny, right? But it's just like you're literally harming your body. You might as well just not eat.
1: Right. (laughs) You know,
0: I mean, of course, there's more psychological things that goes into that, right? Like body issues and stuff, but it's almost like that, right? But individuals like that, of course, it's an addiction for them. It's hard to stay away from, but it is sad. It is sad when people do that because at the point you already know they are addicted to this thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've seen that studies show that people who use that drug are like less likely to feel empathy for others, or they start to change how they are towards people, and like poor memory or lack of concent- concentration.
0: Right, right, and that's what I think. Um, individuals, whether you're depressed or whatnot of course when you seek drugs and alcohol it numbs the feeling and if you really really want to seek help you know there's professional help out there but if you don't want to like you said before there's a lot of outlets and I think the biggest thing to get from this is when you are depressed I think it is very important for you to make something that's routine something that's positive in your life right when i was going through a very hard time and i was very depressed what i did every day would be i would make sure i made my bed or i would meditate or i would just brush my teeth and floss my teeth like it was i would never miss it and that feeling of just taking care of yourself and having responsibilities it does bring joy to you, even if it's a small joy. And that's actually all you really need. You know, you build on something small and it gets bigger and bigger. I think a lot of times when we are depressed, we want to instantly snap out of this feeling. We want to relieve ourselves of all this pain and suffering. But that's not how it works. You know, you're suffering. You're going through a pain for some reason, whether it be trauma, you know, past experience that just really, really traumatized you. Because it traumatized you so much, it is going to be a battle to remove all that pain. And it just takes time. It takes time, effort, and work that you must put in. But it will get better. And the way I like to think about it is you're already at your lows. Because you're at your lows, you can only go up from here.
1: I've seen people and, you know, just from my own experience and what I've learned as well. It's really sad. I've been there. I've had my fair share of, you know, drugs and alcohol. But it's like you see your friends sometimes or the people you're around see how they change or see how the drugs and alcohol has affected them. And sometimes I see someone and and it's like you're not really like as nice or you're you kind of change you're not the same it's true that you know snow does affect people and I feel that it affects you more negatively than positives a lot of that is done during like big parties and stuff or you know small parties whatever but you're also crossing crossing paths with people who are doing the same thing so you find yourself with a bunch of randoms and people you don't know or you just call them like your party friends who aren't really your real friends and then when the party's over they're not the people that you usually interact with they're not the ones that are there for you or helped you out when you need someone
0: yeah 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 I, I definitely agree with you on that it is very very difficult to separate yourself from, like, your party friends and friends that you really consider to look out for you and care about your health and your well-being, right? Um, obviously, when you're, go- like, mostly during the pandemic, you just kind of want to let loose. You just want to go crazy. As, as crazy as that sounds, you just don't care. You know, we're so tired of being trapped inside that we look for an outlet, mm-hmm. whether that be in large settings partying, you know, you do that. I know it's unsafe. I know it's not really ethical during this time, but people do it. And the sad thing about that is there are some people that honestly just don't care. They look out for their best interests. And you know, because they're doing that, they're not putting you first. They're putting their their self first. Um I would definitely say, you know, going back to what you said about coke and drinking and all these drugs and stuff the thing about this is like in life there has to be balance right and i'm not saying like doing these things are good for you but i'm saying individuals that fall into this it's almost like they go to the extreme ends of things and it's like because they are going to the extreme ends of this they're literally they have to kind of like repay something it's like if you're gonna drink extremely a lot to the point that you black out yeah, the, what you're paying is the hangover the next day, the damage to your organs. Same with drugs. You know, you can say that even with anything, like let's just say you work out too much. You know, now your ego is inflated. So it all comes down to balancing everything. Of course, that's hard. Like, even for me right now, I'm much older. I'm still learning how to balance things. Some people do it way better than I do. But, you know, I enjoy it. I think it's a process. It's fun. It's fun. Learning how to, you know, not go to the extreme ends of things, taking care of yourself. Because having fun is great and everything, but eventually your body's gonna catch up to you. You're not gonna be able to do the things that you are able to do. Yeah. You know, and you really gotta appreciate people around you. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, like, this is a little touchy and everything. Like, I don't wanna get too much into it, but like, life is short. Um, you don't know how long. People around you, the ones that do care for you, they're going to be there. You know, or let alone maybe even yourself. Like, what if it's, you don't even know what will happen to you? So just appreciate those around you. Like, sometimes I think we're so caught up because of the pandemic, focusing on ourselves that we forget we do have loved ones. You know, they care about us. We got to look out for them. First and mm-hmm. foremost, got to look out for ourselves, right? So we can look out for them.
1: The moment that, you're actually sober and stop doing those things, I think you really get to realize all that stuff that you're doing is really just temporary. And yeah, it's fun, but it's not really beneficial in the end. And sometimes it even comes with bad come downs, and it also leads to depression. You feel worse. You just... Feel like you kind of lost yourself you sometimes people don't really feel like themselves anymore after all the drugs and all the alcohol and whether you realize it or not the people around you will notice the change whether you turned into someone who doesn't really care about what you do anymore or how your actions can affect others but at the end of the day like cooking can really change a person and sometimes you just really have to be self-aware the things that you should and shouldn't be doing for yourself whether you want to change and find ways to cope and deal with if you are dealing with depression and you're just trying to drink and do drugs to make it better or like ignore or bury all the emotions that you have been trying to keep away and I know it's like hard for some people to talk about their feelings or tell people that they are depressed or even the first step to admit that you are depressed because like it's okay not to be okay and depression it doesn't make you weak and we know it's not a choice and you can't just make it go away so many people in the world like suffer from depression and mental health and people don't really talk about it with like others because sometimes you may feel that you can't talk about it with someone if you feel like they will judge you or they won't understand
0: yeah yeah it's definitely a very um tough topic to i guess like talk to close friends and family if you're experiencing it Um, my best advice for people that do go through this right now if you're going through depression Try to just take a step back, which is really hard, right? Just take a step back and think about your loved ones. Think about if they were in this situation, how would you want them to approach the situation? You would want them to come to you when they're ready or sometimes you don't even have to be ready, right? You just want them to come to you. And so kind of use this as a way to push yourself. And be around people. Because you're very vulnerable, I mean, what do you got to lose? Just be even more vulnerable and reach out. Talk to your friends and family because at the end of the day, you would do this for them. And you got to think if you're depressed, whether you have suicidal thoughts or not, how much impact would that put on you? So guess what I'm trying to say is because you are helping yourself by talking to others and you're trying to get out of this depressed, depressive state, you're allowing yourself to be there for someone in the future if they were to go down this dark path, you know? So I know it's hard to think that far ahead, but, you know, just take a step back. If you're sad one day, think about how much you can help others. Right now, of course, you're like, I don't want to help anybody. I want to help myself, right? I'm depressed. Like, this is my business. I just care about me and only me. Well, think about how many lives you can save. Mm-hmm. it's really, really important. You know, this world, there's so much cruelty out there already. And the last thing we need is to lose a good person.
1: For me, like depression is like a messy room that you don't want to show in your Instagram pictures. Like, I never want to show the world exactly what I'm going through. And it's like, you don't, you want to show people A positive side of you or how happy you can be and I don't see that like people who do post like positive stuff and show that they're happy like on social media I don't see that as being fake at all and I just think it's like those are like the people who they just want to spread positivity and that's what they want for others and of course for themselves but Obviously, we're all working to deal with our own battles as well. Like, I know I'm sure everyone is dealing with their own battles every day. Like, I understand when people say, like, they don't want to share with others their problems because they feel that it can be a burden. Like, I know a lot of people can feel that way because I have been there and Sometimes I still don't want to, you know, share my feelings to people or tell them how I'm feeling or what I'm going through. But on the other end, I do know that you should talk to someone, whether it's if you think that the other person won't understand, and maybe they won't, but to have someone that you can talk to, at least even one person, it can really help you because especially if it's someone that you know will be patient and supportive with you they don't need to understand depression it can be hard to talk about but if they're willing to be patient and supportive of you even if they've never been through it it's still a big step to to let your emotions out and not hold all that burden on your own yeah yeah
0: definitely agree you know, like, Lily, that's why I don't have social media. I don't have Instagram, I told you, because no one is going to see my dirty room. <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. My room's clean. But jokes aside, um, yeah, no, you're right. Like, those around you don't need to know about what depression is like. Uh-huh. And they probably won't understand what you're going through. But the fact that you have someone you can vent to, let your emotions out, it's great and you got to think about one thing everything that you're going through all those thoughts it's very dangerous because at the end of the day right they're just thoughts right? like you know one thing I learned from my sister when I was going through a tough time and she told me she's like you know David you are in control of how you feel and I told her what do you mean you know like I can't change myself from being sad. No, you can. Of course, it's difficult, but you can't stay sad forever. And, you know, I just it just clicked. It literally just clicked in my mind. And I said, wow, I understand what she's saying. Right. Of course, you go through grief, you go through depression. But at some point in time, everything that you're thinking are thoughts that aren't even real. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, of course, you know, whatever may happen in your past, those are real. But everything else, it's like you are literally making it probably 10 times worse than it actually is. You know, if something had happened already, easier said than done, but you got to move on, right? Focus. The world keeps moving. You just got to move on yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I said, it's it's very difficult, but I think everyone can do this. You just got to be reflective. And be in control of what you can actually change. If you can't change what's already been done, then why do you still reflect on it? What good does it do for you or for the parties involved in the situation? You know, I mean, I think in our last few podcasts, we talked about relationships and how it really, really sucks to go through a breakup, you know, um, being cheated on, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, you didn't make that decision. If you were the victim, you didn't make that decision. They made that decision. So you can't control someone's action. All you could control is your own. Mm -hmm. And so if this had happened, all you could control is how you feel, you know, and what you can change. If you feel sad, do something about it. You know, make yourself feel better, right? You can't let someone or something be the deciding factor of your happiness or your sadness.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not easy to deal with. And we, we all get that. Like, it's it's really mentally in your head. It's in your brain. It's your thoughts. Sometimes you just have to learn how to kind of cope with it but also help yourself try to help yourself and let people who want to support you and help you help you right right
0: I think you know with this quarantine it's so hard to not feel depressed Mm -hmm. and I can tell people right now like when you're in your room all the time or you're in the house you're not getting any sunlight You're not seeing people. If you can, go outside, you know, be safe. Put on a mask, of course, and go for a walk. It doesn't have to be a long walk, but just get some fresh air. Enjoy it. Be in the moment. You know, even if you're sad, pick yourself up. Go outside. You don't even have to go for a walk. Just sit on your stair step and just sit there and just enjoy the scenery, right? At least you're outside and you're connecting with nature. As crazy as that sounds, it's actually very therapeutic, and it helps. If you want to go, if you don't want to go outside, stay in your room. You know, turn on some relaxing music, whether it be some nature or, you know, your favorite music. Just rock out to it. Yeah. Do anything that can get your mind off of your mind, right? Like, give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. You've been thinking all day long, right? You're an expert at your own thoughts, just give it a break. Take a little break and you're not going to die. You will be okay.
1: One of my Instagram followers, she actually messaged me. And this girl, I've never talked to her before, but we follow each other. And she messaged me and asked me for advice about something about how to deal with um, mean people. or She asked me a few questions and something about COVID as well it kind of took me by surprise because we've never talked before but she messaged me and asked me for advice so my first instinct was to respond and give her advice because i guess for me helping others makes me happy and when it's something i enjoy doing and i know that like mental health is a big thing for me too so that is also something that I completely understand. So even if I don't know the person or if it's someone like an ex or just someone I don't even know reached out to me and to really ask me for advice, I will I will give you the advice. Like I will take my time and write out like a whole like many paragraphs to you because I like I wanna be there and support that person. Cause I would want that for me too. I just thought that like, it was really surprising, but the fact that I could help her out, help her whatever she was going through, even though I didn't know her, it made me feel good. So, like, I think if you like to help others and if it makes you feel good as well, like you should do it, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think what you did is really kind of you. The fact that, you know, you didn't know this stranger. Like, this the stranger, you don't of course, she's a stranger, but... You didn't know her personally. You guys just followed each other and you gave her advice. You know, for all we know, because you helped her, hopefully she's became better. You know, her mental health has improved. And if it has, she might be able to share the same advice or give similar advice, or she is now capable of helping others in a more clear mind, you know? So the way I like to think about it is positivity spreads, right? Right. Negativity spreads. And it just depends how you want to do it, right? It's like when you're negative and you think that it's only affecting you, let's say if you're depressed, it's affecting those close to you. When they see you sad, they feel sad. When they see you happy, they're happy. And then when they're happy, other people that are close to them are happy. So it's just like...
1: That's true.
0: I mean... (laughs) It's really hard, of course, like people that are depressed. You can't... Telling a depressed person to think this way is very, very difficult. So I'm not telling people that are depressed to completely change themselves and, you know, be happy or think about others because that's the last thing you really want to do. You're exhausted mentally. Yeah. You try to force yourself to change and be happy. That's asking a lot. That's why all I ask of you is... To find a routine, something that you can truly say is for yourself, something that makes you feel happy to know that you have control. Because when we're depressed, we feel like we don't have control, whether it be our feelings, you know, our past, whatever it may be. But that's why you got to gain control back. Make something routine. Like for me, I love to take care of myself. You know, hygiene for me is very important. So I will make sure I have good oral hygiene or I will wash my face. You know, these things are something that I do daily, on a daily. And I'm not saying that, you know, when I was going through a depressive state, it completely snapped me out of it. But I would say it's a big contribution to help me move forward and be in a better place mentally. But it takes time. You know, everything takes time. You just got to be patient with it.
1: Mm -hmm. And I know some people deal with depression for like many years like it's not just being sad but it can be a really long ongoing battle but like you said it definitely takes time the biggest thing is you shouldn't give up and like you said give yourself a break allow yourself to feel don't suppress those emotions be able to talk about it with someone it really does help, you know, try to find new hobbies, do something you enjoy. And self-care is also a big one, you know. And also, like, when you right. you look good, you take care of yourself, yeah. it helps you feel better, too.
0: I know there are some individuals, like, close friends and family that, when they're depressed, I would literally tell them, for those that are listening, And you feel like you don't have anybody. I do want you to know that you have us. You know, the whole point of this podcast for me and Lillian, and I can definitely speak for myself, is for people to really know, you know, individuals with mental health, addiction, whatever it may be, you're not alone. We've been there. We've done that. It might not be the exact same feelings and experiences that you have gone through. But we've been depressed. You know, we have mental health issues of our own. And it's okay to reach out to people. And if you feel like you can't, there is professional help. And you should seek it. Mm -hmm. You aren't weak at all. You know, we're humans. And we have emotions and feelings. That's just how it is. And you just can't deny that.
1: And people who judge you, like they're the people who are very like that's people that are not oh, you sympathetic. Can just say
0: people that lack empathy. I guess. Yeah,
1: people who lack empathy and people who judge you, like those are the people that you don't need in like in your life. The people that you don't need to be talking to. Um, like me and David, we we've been through, we both been through a lot in both of our own lives, and so that's why we both are very big, like, mental health advocates and how much we both want to help people. We, we just want to spread positivity and we want to help you because we have been there. We have been at our weakest moments.
0: Right. And, you know, the way I see it is, like, if we can get through it and if we can see the light at the end of the tunnel helping other people, You can do the same, you know, like in your own way. Once you get better, you're going to be helping other people as well. If we change your lives, think about what you can do to change others. Like I said, positivity, negativity, they're all contagious. And it's really important to think about yourself and how you affect others around you.
1: (laughs) How heartfelt that was.
0: Well, you know, um, since things are getting a little deep. (laughs) Let's end things on a light note. It is about to be New Year soon. By the time we release this podcast, it would be two days from New Year's, I believe. Uh, we just want to thank those that have listened and tuned into our podcast. Thank you. Hopefully we have made or impacted your life in a positive way, whether giving you entertainment or truly bringing some insight to you but again we're here for you we're family and you know if you ever feel down continue following us because we got some really good content that's going to be released and again just stay positive and be happy and take care of yourself
1: do you have any uh new year's resolutions or what are you expecting for the new year
0: god i got so much it's like um It's like a long list. I'll be honest. Like, I'm just going to name my top three. Um, So I am graduating from my program this year. And so my biggest goal is to find a job that I am happy with. Not just, like, the pay, but something that I can say I can be working for a while and enjoy. And then I really, really worry about my health. So I want to work on my physical well-being. You know, hopefully eating better, going to the gym more, getting back in shape because we all know what COVID's done to us, right? Whether it be losing weight or gaining weight, lacking, you know, um, exercise, that's something I really need to do. And the final thing, these aren't like chronological order or anything. These aren't like one, two, three, but these are just my top three. Um, Reconnecting with old friends and family. Those that I really, really cared about or had a good relationship with that I lost. Because, you know, with this whole pandemic, it really made me realize that anything can happen. And we really need to let those close to us or those that we've had good connections with before know that they meant something. So I love that. Yeah. What about yours?
1: Mm, I want to be a better version of myself. You know, be more happier and I guess I just hope that next year, um, starting fresh, that it'll just start to go up from there. So I just want to be able to be the best person that I can be.
0: Right, right. But you say you a baddie though, right? Yeah, you
1: know, I'm a baddie. I'm <laughs> just kidding.
0: Y'all hear that? She crazy. <laughs> but... All right, guys. Thank you for listening, Amen. and hopefully, we'll see you guys next year.
1: Happy New Year! Happy New Year!